where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are happy to be joined right now via the 101 ESPN hotline by the interim head coach of the Springfield Thunderbirds. He is Daniel Kachuk joining us here on 101 ESPN. We wanted to reach out to Daniel because the Blues are getting some significant contributions right now and will continue to do so throughout the rest of the season from some of the players that have spent time up in Springfield. Daniel, first of all, we appreciate you for joining us on what I know is a very busy day for you. How you doing, man? Uh, doing well, you guys. It's a happy new year to, to everybody over there. Absolutely, and, and we appreciate you hopping on with us, Daniel. I, I wanted to start out uh, by talking about the former head coach of the Springfield Thunderbirds, who's now doing a great job here in St. Louis uh, with the Blues. That's Drew Bannister. You have a unique perspective on him because you've worked with him as an assistant, and now you have his old job there as the, the interim coach with Springfield. Can you give us a little bit of insight into what it is like to be a coach with Drew Bannister? Well, Drew and I go back a long ways, actually, all the way back to our OHL days in Owen Sound, where he came in as the associate and worked with him there for three years. And then uh, when we went over to San Antonio, I <laughs> I was already with the Blues, and then we had the relationship there and been working together hand-in-hand hand for the last, you know, six years inside the Blues organization. Uh what you what the Blues got in a coach is a very detailed, very organized, and uh, very smart. You know, he he understands the game very well, understanding the team, the players he's got, and and finding ways to keep having the group improve on a day to day basis to get the most out of his hockey club. Daniel, what's this been like for you? I know we heard from Drew, like how much of a whirlwind it was from getting the phone call from Doug Armstrong to joining the Blues and then jumping right into game action. Uh, the moment that uh, Drew Bannister found out, I think you had a, a game that same day taken over as the head coach. <laughs> That's correct. So got the call very late uh, from Doug, and it was just one of those we're looking to make a change, and uh, we're bringing Drew up to St. Louis, and we believe it would be a good fit for you to you know, take over in, in Springfield. And I was up for the opportunity, very thankful for the opportunity. And now we're just, uh, you know, we've had a good program here with Drew and trying to continue that success while providing my own touches along the way. Daniel, I did want to ask you about a player that made his way back up to the Blues today. He's in the lineup uh, according to what we're seeing at Morning Skate as a fourth-line player for them, and that's Jakub Vrana, who spent a little bit of time here at the beginning of the season with the Blues and then spent a short stint with you down there in Springfield. What did you see from Jakub Vrana in the brief amount of time that you had him? Well, we were, you know, <laughs> a player like that gets sent down, and he's a good player. We knew the skill set 
um, coming in, but not seeing him firsthand. We didn't really know what we were going to get. And we knew the, you know, the shot, the skating, um, those offensive, you know, uh, the package that he had, but didn't realize how strong he is. Like he's a very strong player on his skates and he can really separate with his skating. And when he combines that, you know, from the offensive side to using that in other areas around the puck and to help us defense, we can transition to the other way. He was a real asset for us. And he was he was a key catalyst in some of the comebacks that we did have when we were facing deficits earlier in games. And uh, he really did have a lot of chemistry with Zach Bolduc that was down here, one of our first rounders. And, uh, you know, he helped his game uh, while he was here. Daniel, you spent time, of course, playing in the National Hockey League. You played in the American Hockey League. For a player like Yakub Verana, who uh, is used to being in the NHL, is that a is that a kind of eye-opening moment for a player when you go to the American Hockey League to focus on maybe other elements of your game, not just the offense? Well, first, like, you know, some, some of these players, they maybe have been in and out of the lineup, so to, just to get them back into shape, the practices, <laughs> the games, getting a regular shift, I think we had them up around 20 minutes a couple games. So to get them into there, then, okay, well, now let's look at the details of our game. Can't be overly critical, you know, players that haven't played, and then now it's okay, how can we get you get your game back to where you can then get recalled and then be an asset to go back into the Blues lineup. Uh, you mentioned his chemistry that he had with uh, Bull Duke, and he, he's a guy that Blues fans, we have not had the opportunity to see him yet here in St. Louis. What have you seen from him so far in this season, his development from where he was on day one to where he is today? Well, he, well he's made some very positive steps, and it's where we're always looking at it as a, you know, week to week, month to month. Is he getting better? Uh, the American Hockey League is very challenging. The way the schedule is, the travel schedule, we do play three games in two and a half days, which we'll see in this weekend. And it's there's going to be ups and downs with young players. But to add that consistency, to add where there's details that do matter in the overall picture of a player's game, not just the goals and assists, He's got a great offensive package. Those will always come as long as he plays the right way and that he understands when when it, when it he hasn't been playing well, how can he get his game back on track to get that consistency that we all want out of him and he wants out of himself. We're talking with Springfield Thunderbirds head coach Daniel Kachuk here on BK and Ferrario. And Daniel, speaking of that, is that the toughest part from transitioning from junior hockey or college hockey to professional hockey, whether it's in the AHL or NHL, focusing on how you can impact games beyond the offense? It, it really is, and it's uh, there's so much going on at the pro level, the detail, you the 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 physical requirements to play in the American hockey or at the national hockey league level, it is a lot, the travel elements, the, how good the competition is, be it on a system standpoint and on a skill set standpoint, right? Some of the ways that a player like Zach Bolduc used to score in junior just don't work at the pro level. <laughs> and it takes time for them to realize and adjust on where you can't just trade chances at this level and to understand, okay, this is this is where I where I gotta play a more solid game. This is where 
puck's got to get deep. This is where I got to move my feet to extend possession. And those are things that a lot, I'd say almost 100% of the young players got to go through. And it's up to them as they, as they learn that they keep making positive steps forward to mature their game, to put themselves in the best situation possible, you know, every, every game that they suit up. I feel like we're seeing some of that right now with the NHL level from Scott Perunovich, Daniel, and you, you got to see him at his best while he was down in the AHL in recent seasons, whenever he was healthy down there. Uh, what did you see from him when he was going well, and what do you think needs to click for them to, that to be able to sustain itself at the NHL level? Well, well, Scotty's such a competitor, right? Like uh, he, the one thing he is, he, he he loves playing, he loves finding ways to win, and he sees the game in a in a, such an offensive mindset. And, you know the way he passes the puck, the way he can generate offense from the back end, and that's when he was at his best. He was, you know, our PP, you know, catalyst of working the top, you know, finding ways to be a threat, and then finding ways to make everybody else. Like the the, pucks, the passes that he gives them, but they're also a threat as well. And when he was on that game, he was really controlling the game from the back end. And for him, like unfortunately, he had some injury issues and finding a way to get to his game that took a bit of time. So you, when you can see that when it's on, oh man, it's it's fun to watch. And I know you know the forwards, you know they're getting passes they didn't even realize that they were going to get, but that's, that's Scotty. And, you know, much like many other young players, he's had to work on areas of his game to become a more well-rounded defender. And I think you're starting to see him make those growth steps up there with the blues this season. And Daniel, I, the, the hardest part for fans to remember is, you know, you're dealing with people and every single person is a, a different individual. And I know Drew has talked a lot about just the confidence from Scott Perdovich and trying to build that up. From a coaching perspective, how tough is that to, to focus on the confidence level of each individual player throughout the ups and downs of seasons? And it, is, it is challenging. I think oh, one thing is as much as coaches demand a lot of themselves, these young players, they're competitive. And they they are so hard on themselves and in certain ways. Oh, geez, I'm not scoring or didn't have a good game, and they kind of they kind of wear that. So it's it's a, you know we understand it's a long season. There's a lot of games. You're gonna have ups and downs, and that to to understand that okay, how can we simplify things? Have a couple of things that they know that they need to do to play well. To sometimes just hit the reset button when things aren't going well. And I think that's where us as a Blues organization, we have a tremendous development staff like Glenn Wesley, who's been working with Scott Prudovich while he was down here, does a fantastic job communicating, you know, being a different voice to say, you know, here's where we need you to be better and here's where we can help you get to your game to, to be the best player you can be. We have Chris Thorburn on the on the forward side of things helping us out down here. And those things are, are critical to these young players to have that that voice, that understanding voice of what their game is to help them along the way. Daniel, final question that I've got for you. This is something that's been brought up as a topic of conversation uh, in recent years here in St. Louis. Army has talked about it. We, we heard Baruby talk about it previously, and Bannister has also uh, discussed it. Is the difference in coaching young players today versus coaching young players, you know, when you were going through the, the minor league system for the NHL, 
what have you noticed in that regard? What What is the biggest change in coaching young players in 2024 versus, you know, 1997? Well, <laughs> we, we, we grew up differently. You know, um, these young players, they're, they're so well-trained from the, the, the coaching at the youth levels to the skills coaching, the performance coach, strength and conditioning, mental performance. Uh, and they do have a lot of information at their disposal. We, it's not it's not uncommon for us to hear a player. Oh, I watched all my shifts after weekend on their own, <laughs> right? So, but to to help them just understand, to provide the key context to these young players on how their game can help the overall team game. They they, they kind of always want to okay, what's their role? How does their game change? Perhaps on a night-to-night basis, sometimes on different lines. And they want to know that. They want to understand that. And they want to know how they can get better, even when they're playing well. They're young. They're driven. They've put a lot to get to this American League level or the National Hockey League level, and they want to be coached. But to understand that where is their game when they're not going well, they want to understand why. And then when it is going well, why is it going well? Then how can they even get better? And I think that's one of the things that these young players really, really do take to is that even when they're doing well, they want to get better too. And that's something that we didn't have many perhaps in the coaches in the past. They just, oh, he's playing great. Don't need to talk to him. <laughs> Move along. But I think that's something that's uh, changed for a positive side as well in these young players. Outstanding perspective. Daniel, we really appreciate the time. I know you got a game tonight with the team and a busy weekend uh, with three games in three nights. So thank you uh, thank you for taking some time out of your day to give us some perspective on the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds. Good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Anytime, gentlemen. Take care. There you go. Daniel Kachuk, uh, head coach for the Springfield Thunderbirds, with uh, some perspective on the minor leagues, which I think is always important.